Welcome to the Menopause Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Willis, author of Cookie Dough in the Dark and Vibrant Living with Tanya. Menopause is like going through puberty again. Your body is changing, your hormones are shifting, but instead of being a lost teenager, it's the perfect opportunity to reinvent your life and take stock of your emotional, mental, and physical well-being. Gain wisdom, be empowered, and learn the strategic skills and the inner work that can be done simply so that the last half to third of your life is vibrant and amazing. Subscribe and share this podcast with your gal pals, and thank you for joining me. Hello, everybody. I'm back for part two. I just bought, um, taught a beautiful neck release class on our roller. I cannot tell you how much I love the roller. I have done an episode on it. We had Deanna talk about blocking and fascia, and I just, oh my gosh, that is one thing I've learned is really to calm my nervous system, which comes into snacking today. We're going to do part two. I left you hanging last week. You're like, Tanya, what are those snacks that don't raise insulin or my blood sugar levels? I want some snack ideas. I want some meal ideas. And then we're going to just uh, do a, a review of 11 ways to begin to reduce that snacking. So powerful. Remember, dig into your why. If you don't care, then don't bother, right? And so that's where I was for a long time and that's okay, but you can still plant seeds uh, for change. And that's what I always try and promote you to do. So listening to this podcast, you're planting seeds. And then once those seeds are planted, you get to decide if you water them, how much water, how quick you want to grow, do you want to put some fertilizer on them? That's the beauty. But if you don't plant the seeds, you never get to, you know, get the growth. And we want that growth mindset. Okay. So we talked about, I went, did a deep dive in episode 66, I believe it was, on um, slimming down and avoiding diabetes with some simple shifts to uh, snacking. All right. I talked about we've, the fact we've normalized snacking. I talked about some really great things. So if you have not listened to that, I highly recommend you listen to that before or after. All righty. So Tanya, tell me, tell me, tell me, what can I eat that is better than what I might be eating? And remember our ultimate goal, everybody, is to really not be snacking all day long and not be, um, raising those blood sugars up and down and to deal with our feelings, to deal with our triggers. We'll talk about those in a minute, but I know you want some snack and meal ideas. I have, oh my gosh, I have so many things I've done. I'll tell you some of those as well, because listen, I love my sugar. I love me my sugar. Okay. Actually, I, I don't love it always. Um, in fact, I'm loving it less and less, but um, I do still enjoy it. So one of the things I did was I'm going to just explain a little bit of my sugar um, shifts, and then I'm going to get into some snack ideas. So some sugar shifts I did. So like I said, I craved the sugar. So what you feed your microbiome, what you feed your gut, you crave. I could not rip off the Band-Aid. That's okay, right? I accepted that. I'm not going to do the all or nothing. I can't never eat sugar again. So what did I do? So I went from eating bagels and toast and muffins 
and cookies and cakes and pie, all those simple carb butter tarts. Oh my God. I used to make butter tarts for crying out loud. I mean, I love baking. I absolutely love baking. So I did in my earlier twenties, I would eat chips and bugles and probably store-bought things. Um, but, but I still enjoyed baking. And then as I shifted into having kids in my thirties and my forties, I really upped my baking. I did pot. I mean, I literally baked everything. Uh, we had dessert, we snacked on these things, muffins. I really was never a fan after my twenties and even in my twenties, but of store-bought garbage. Mind you, I did have my chocolate bars. Okay. I remember I had my Snickers addiction, my, my Halloween candy. <laughs> There's there's a lot of chocolate bars in my past. Um, so I did buy some things. So that's not fair to say. I did buy some things, but I really made a shift along the way that if I was going to eat this stuff, I was going to bake it from scratch. So that was one of my first shifts because then I knew what was in my goods. And I made some really good butter tarts, cakes, cookies, like I said. So, but then I was like, okay, I, I, I've, I, I can't stand the moodiness, the irritability, the sugar slumps, um, the tiredness, the constant reaching for sugar. So I got into uh, raw baking and I talk about some recipes in my book, Cookie Dough in the Dark. I loved this. So I would make raw orange pecan chocolate cookies. I have a dehydrator. They were unbelievable. I did energy balls, raw balls, Oh my God, I had strawberry shortcake balls, chocolate balls. I mean, I was in full production. I actually sold them for a while. I did uh, keto chocolate. Oh my gosh, I did so many things. And then I also found, which she's going to come on and, and talk with us, but is uh, Bridget from Giddy Yo. I started eating that probably 10 years ago. I saw it at a yoga conference and I loved it. I love the mint. I love the raspberry. I love the orange. I like the maca. And I still eat that. That is part of what I eat. So this is what I mean. I don't not snack, but I snack smarter. And I also snack less. And I also, like I mentioned in the last episode, snack as part of my meal as opposed to breaking it apart. All right. And I explained why, and I'll do so in a minute again. So definitely upgraded my snacks. So if you can even start to upgrade your snacks, that would be great. Okay. Then I still wanted that real sugar hit. So some things that I brought in were juice plus gummies. I loved my juice plus gummies and I still have them. And I love the green ones, the, the red ones, the green ones are vegetables, the red ones are um, fruits. And then the purple ones are your antioxidants. So I would have up to, I'm not kidding, sometimes 50 of those little suckers a day. You're, you're technically, you know, should have about four. That's all you need. But like I said, I had an emotional eating problem. I had a sugar addiction. I was weaning myself off and 50 went to 40, went to 30, went to 20, went to 10, went to four. And now I don't have to have them every day. I have them when I'm really like craving some sugar, but it's got some great side benefits because it's got some whole food nutrition in there. Okay. So that is one thing that I used to help me with my transition. And I still use periodically. The other thing I did, and this might sound crazy was, um, oh gosh, beekeepers, um, has honey spray for your throat. 
and I would spray that. So after a meal, I get very triggered to have something sweet. So I would have some juice plus gummies, or I would have some sweetened collagen even, or I would spray my throat with this sweetened honey throat throat spray. And sometimes that's all I needed. And I would even take these things to a restaurant, everybody. So if I was at a restaurant and I'm like, you know, I really don't want to eat the desserts. It's not always about the dessert. It's the fact I needed something sweet after my meal. Okay. So I would take my spray. I would take my juice plus gummies. I used to take the juice plus gummies to a movie theater. Like these were, you could call them crutches. You can call them band-aids. That's okay. I was okay with it. I was improving. And that's all that I'm trying to say here. We're improving. We're progressing. So I have run out of all that spray. I, I tried the other day and I got like one squirt out. So I don't know if I need that anymore. Um, but this is another thing. There's honeybee throat lozenges. <laughs> so sometimes, and technically only when I have a sore throat, but I will have some lozenges. I don't say it properly. It's lozenges or something, but I call them lozenges. And, um, and, you know, I'll have like four in a row or something. And then sometimes I'll have a spoonful of honey. So, but again, better, 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 better. And then my chocolate, like I mentioned, I started having the giddy yo-yo. And I still have that. It's in my bag right now. Oh, and something else that you may not be interested in, but I really like the giddy yo chlorella tablets. Um, I really do for some strange reason. They're not sweet. In fact, most people that try them don't really like the taste of them. But to me, it's like a pretzel. It's got a very carby, chewy feel. Now you can get uh, in, in capsules, so you don't have to do the tablets, but I actually enjoy them. So I upgraded my snacks. Ooh, and even in my freezer right now, I have homemade peanut butter cups. That's one of the recipes in my... Um, Cookie Dough in the Dark book. I also have a book called, an ebook called Skinny on Chocolate. And I, I have like butter crunch and oh my gosh, I've got some amazing um, desserts. So those, that's where my more snacky stuff was. Occasionally I got into the popcorn and the, you know, uh, flavored popcorn and especially the caramel popcorn. Um, and I would, you know, buy organic because that was part of the marketing, but it's really just the same. Okay, so those are some of the things that I've done to like go from eating, you know, 15 cookies or a loaf of banana bread or three butter tarts. And I shifted, 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 shifted. And while I was doing that, I was also asking myself, why am I doing this? Am I hungry? And I went over that in the episode 66, right? What am I feeling? Can I deal with this feeling? No, I'm going to have some gummies. Okay. And I don't mean drug gummies. I mean, juice plus gummies. So, but I was aware of this and I was working on it in the background. And as I mentioned, and Deanna was our, uh, our guest last week, I think it's episode number 65. Phenomenal. We talked about cellular health and decreasing or sorry, regulating our nervous system. I had to learn how to regulate my nervous system. And that's where rolling and blocking really played a huge role. So if you haven't listened to that one, that's an absolutely phenomenal episode. Okay, so that is just some of the snacking sugar transitions. So I went from copious amounts of, you know, sugar flour to my juice plus gummies, to my giddy yo chocolate, 
to my homemade raw balls, my peanut butter, homemade peanut butter cups, some throat spray, some lozenges. Sometimes I like the honeybee ones and that kind of, um, and then over time I was dealing again with my feelings and all this kind of stuff. And that really, uh, you know, decreased my snacking, all of that. Okay. The other thing that I did with snacking, which I mentioned in the last episode is I didn't, I I've shifted more to putting my snack as dessert. So all the things I love to snack on, I put them at the end of my meal, which if you have my five hacks to cut your cravings guide, if you do that, you decrease your blood sugar levels, which is what I'm after. So my why, so find your why. My why was, um, I want to look good. Okay. Let's just be honest. I want to look good and I want to feel good. Most importantly, I want to feel good. It's kind of neck and neck and I want to look good. And I know that all the snacking and all this sugar was not helping. So I revamped how I was eating again, a process. And I cannot tell you how much better I feel. It wasn't overnight, but I'm really feeling the effects of it now. Like I'm really, really feeling good and I'm getting healthier and happier and more vibrant. And I got to turn my heater off here. I'm getting very hot. Okay. And so, um, uh, yeah, I'm feeling good. Okay. Yeah. So know your whys. So that was one why was I want to look and feel good. Okay. The other one is, is I really don't want any disease. I, I don't, I, I want to be that beacon of vibrant health. I want to be that beacon of what's possible in your fifties, sixties, seventies and beyond. And I know that every time I eat, I pull myself out of a healing phase and I go into digestion and just keeping that very simple. Okay. So I chose to start doing little mini fasts, you can call it, lengthening the time between a meal and a snack or a meal and a meal. Okay. And then I just played around with that and I did that for a while and I was like, oh, okay. And as I mentioned before, you must learn to balance your meals. So I started with my breakfast. Everybody knows I went from eating cereal and pancakes, French toast, bagels, muffins, you name it, high carbs, to my Juice Plus smoothie about eight years ago. Life-changing. Life-changing for me. I'll put these links in the show notes. Uh, That was life-changing. I learned how to balance my blood sugars. I decreased my snacking. um, And I'm just having so much fun with this. Okay, so... What are some other snack ideas? Maybe you're not sugary like myself. Maybe you're more crunchy or something. So one idea is nuts. Nuts are healthy, rich in healthy fats and protein, which help to stabilize your blood sugars. And that is what you want. Because that, I was talking about my why, and then I think I switched subjects. I don't want diabetes. I don't want, I don't want a deterioration in my brain health. Okay. So I don't focus on what I don't want because what you focus on, you attract. So I focus on vibrant health, vibrant energy. Okay. That is my goal. Vibrant health, vibrant energy. And so part of that puzzle is having my blood sugar stabilized. What do I need to do to stabilize my blood sugars? And I just explained some of them, but a snack idea can be almonds, walnuts, pistachios, or mixed nuts. And then people ask me, well, how much? And I'm like, well, how hungry are you? Right? So again, 
it goes back into tapping into your hunger and fullness cues. And I'm still working on that. I'm working on the fullness. Um, it's called leptin resistance. And I will do an episode on that eventually. You can opt for Greek yogurt or I love, and she was an episode. She was on my podcast. Dang it. Uh, oh, we had such, oh, no, I don't want that. We had such a great episode together. And, um, that is with healing spirits. Okay. And I don't know why I can't find it everybody, but that's, that's what happens when you're live. So, um, that I think is episode number 60 something rather. Okay. And we talk about, uh, oh, here it is. Sorry. Uh, 71 avoiding a menopause breakdown with Kimberly Schomburg. So I love her healing spirit. Um, I don't really buy yogurt, but healing spirit is packed with protein and probiotics. I love it. I will put some nuts on it. That is a really good snack. Okay. We're going for unsweetened, unflavored, and then add your own. Don't buy that manufactured garbage. Seriously, keep it on the shelf. And then eventually they'll get the idea not to make it. Even if you have kids, stop buying the flavored yogurt, get them to eat it on its own. I've done this with my kids. We'll add some honey. We'll add some fruit. We'll add some nuts, some chia, some hemp. Oh my gosh. So simple. Put it in a glass container and then pack it as a snack. Easy peasy. Okay. Uh, hummus and vegetables, right? You can make your own hummus. You can buy your own hummus, try and buy GMO. Um, you can have carrots and cucumbers and peppers and then you're getting protein and fiber, which helps to stabilize your blood sugars. Okay. Hard boiled eggs. How satisfying, especially I just go over one road over. I get my eggs minutes from them being laid. Oh my God. They're so delicious. And they're a great source of protein and healthy fat. Eat the yolk, everybody eat the yolk. Please eat the yolk. It's got choline in it. It's good for your brain. It's just, you gotta get the healthy fats into you. Okay. They can be filling and satisfying as a snack and then pair that with avocado. Oh my God. Super rich in healthy monounsaturated fats and fiber. Super amazing choice to help you balance your blood sugars. All right. And I love sprinkling some Himalayan sea salt. That's pink. Get rid of that white iodized salt, please. It is not good for you. Upgrade your salt. And then cheese. Enjoy a small serving of cheese, which has protein and fat. And if you can buy from a local cheese shop, I mean, listen, I buy from Costco. I buy from our grocery stores around here. But I also buy from Peter, my cheese man at the Bob Cajun Farmer's Market. Shout out to Peter. Love his goat cheese. I buy uh, his other cheeses. And then I put it on some crack, not crackers. No, I put it on uh, brrr, cucumber. I put it on different kind of vegetables. And sometimes I use crackers, but mostly I don't. I used to, but that's one switch I made, right? Um, edinami. Oh my gosh. I used to feed this to my kids when they came home from school, right? So again, a, a young soybean, it's a great source of protein and has a very low glycemic index. So just take these snack ideas, look at what you're currently eating and then be like, can I upgrade my snack? Can I make fat bombs? That's another snack idea. Can I have juice plus gummies with some nuts? Can I have some giddy yo-yo instead of my chocolate bar? 
right? Like upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. That's all I kept doing was just upgrading my snacks. And then I would start to move my snacks closer to my meal to avoid that blood sugar uh, dip. And I started to balance my meals. So those are very doable strategies, everybody. Very doable. All right. So what are some meal ideas? So say, for example, you know, I've been talking about having a balanced meal. What, what, Tanya, what does that even mean? Okay. And remember that when you balance your meals, you balance your blood sugars, you are run by your hormones, not by willpower. Okay. That's part of it. Remember, I was an emotional eater, so I'm also run by emotions. We're run by habit. We're run by social. We're run by triggers. But if you can start to focus on balancing those meals, so have a beautiful grilled chicken salad, right? Some leafy greens, tomatoes, cucumbers, make your own dressing. Stop buying store-bought dressing. It's full of canola oil and bad oils. We don't need that. That's messing up our insulin levels. Just get some red wine vinegar, some apple cider vinegar. Uh, Balsamic's not the highest, even though I'll put a little bit in with those other vinegars. Some nice olive oil, avocado oil, and make your own dressing. Add a little oregano, some thyme, some spices. Add some lemon juice, some garlic. Maybe put a tiny bit of maple syrup in there if you want some sweetness, uh, which I used to do, which I don't anymore, and some Dijon mustard, right? Super easy to make your own salad dressing. I tell you, you will save money by listening to me because I I can just see a a difference in my bill. Like I don't buy juice boxes. We don't buy store-bought crap most of the time. I'm not perfect, but I can definitely see that um, my food quality has improved and my budget is not spent on junk food. All right. So you take this salad, you can sprinkle some nuts and some avocado on top or stir fries. Stir fries are great. You can have it with some tofu. You can have it with some meat. You want your non-starchy vegetables, right? Like just pack it in there and then you can have it with some quinoa, some some brown rice. I, listen, we eat white rice in here, so just whatever. But just watch your portions. You can have some beautiful baked fish, right, with some vegetables, some wild-caught salmon, some trout. Really, honestly, try to avoid the um, uh, farm-raised stuff. But you can add some herbs, which are going to get your polyphenols. You can have some lemon on top. Serve it with some more vegetables delicious. And then, and then pour some olive oil on top. Um, and this, remember, this is all helping you to avoid eating later, right? It's balancing those blood sugars. You can have some lentil or bean soup. Make sure you add in some vegetables because, uh, lentils and beans do have some carbs. They can spike your blood sugars, but bring in some vegetables. That'll add even some more fiber into there, some beautiful spices, um, I have a uh, spiralizer. I love my spiralizer. Uh, in fact, everybody loves it when I bring these salads, the zucchini noodles. You can do pesto. You can do, oh my gosh, lately I've been doing, what have I been doing? Goat cheese, uh, pine nuts, uh, which you can do another kind of nut if you want. Tomato, basil from my tower garden, um, and then um, oil and vinegar. And it's delicious. Okay. You can also do one. Another one I do is with sesame seed oil and tamari and ginger and garlic. Oh my gosh. So yummy. And then you can put some grilled chicken on top. I'm not a shrimp fan, but you could do some shrimp. 
Okay, and then one thing I've been really enjoying making lately is uh, cauliflower, cauliflower rice. So super simple. I have a food processor I use like a gazillion times a day. You just process it up and then stick it in a frying pan with some ghee or some oak coconut oil or olive oil and brown it up and add some spices, add some herbs, add some salt and pepper. Delicious. Now, I have to tell you, I was and I have two packets left that I bought at Costco and then I will stop because it's so super simple and there's no preservatives or anything in it. So I did buy, again, I get I get duped by buying healthy products, um, but then I go, just a minute, I can do this at home. So it doesn't take long, honestly. Anyway, you can add that cauliflower rice into a stir fry dish or, oh my God, have it with some peri peri chicken or some buttered chicken. Oh, my mouth is watering. Okay. So just monitor how you feel. Those are some great snack and meal ideas. Um, okay, so let's just recap. How can one begin to reduce the process of snacking? Tap into your why. And we went over a little bit of this in the first episode, but this is just the more you hear it, the more you live it, the more you be it, the more you do it, okay? The more we're planting seeds. You've got to identify the triggers, Pay attention to what triggers your snacking. Are you snacking out of boredom? That's a huge one for everybody. Stress, habit, or are you really truly hungry? Okay, understanding the underlying reason for snacking can really help you address why you're snacking and then you can begin to unravel what you need to do about it. Eat balanced meals, which I've just given you some amazing suggestions for eating balanced meals, right? So for example, let's just take something as simple as we used to eat spaghetti and meatballs all the time. So back when I did spaghetti and meatballs, we did um, um, uh, noodles with meatballs and uh, spaghetti sauce, croutons in our salad, garlic bread, and then I usually have apple pie and ice cream for dessert. So we started to scrap the apple pie and ice cream and ice cream. I took the croutons out of the salad. We started to ditch the garlic bread. And now I buy really good pasta. I will not buy cheap pasta. Um, I will buy really good pasta. And then I make all my, my own meatballs. I add lots of herbs into there and sprinkle on some Parmesan cheese. I buy it in bulk and I grate it all myself and keep it in the freezer. And what you could do is start to do some zucchini noodles with the noodles. So that's just like a really super simple shift you can make. You just really wanna try and make sure you've got the protein, the healthy fat and the fiber in those meals. So that helps you keep, keep full longer and reduces your urge to snack between meals. Practice mindful eating. I tell you, this is a game changer, a absolute game changer to focus on the flavors, the textures of your food, and to pay attention to your body's fullness and hunger cues. I'm telling you, game changer. And chew your food. Chew your food. This I'm telling this to myself as well. I'm still practicing the mindful eating and chewing my food. Stay hydrated because sometimes we think we're hungry, but we're really thirsty. So stay properly hydrated. I've got three minutes left here because I'm going to run out of time. Plan nutritious snacks, right? So instead of running into a store, spending your money on shitty food, 
buying packaged stuff at the grocery store, cut up your vegetables, get some fruit on your counter, nuts, uh, make some fat bombs and some energy balls. All right. So we've gone over that trigger foods. What are your trigger foods? Maybe you have to have them out of your house for a while. Okay. Maybe you do. Maybe you do really tap into when are you hungry? When are you full? So really try to work with your appetite, really start to look at having three solid meals a day and start, stop, like stop snacking there. Practice portion control. If you do decide to have a snack, okay, put the snack on a plate and eat what you put on a plate. And then if you're like me, sometimes I go back for more. I'm like, why am I going back for more? Because it tastes good because it usually tastes really yummy and I want more. <laughs> it's not because I'm full or sorry, it's not because I'm hungry, right? But again, this is something I'm working on. Um, if you are bored, come up with a pleasure bucket list. This is a whole other episode we could do, but pleasure bucket, you've heard me say that, right? Boredom is okay. Out of boredom comes creativity, but distract yourself instead of eating. Go for a walk, read a book. Uh, do something, put on some music, dance, redirect your focus, get adequate sleep. If you don't have adequate sleep, it really makes it so much more challenging to resist snacking. Okay. So are you sleeping properly? Are you having deep quality sleep? And then this is the one that was a lifesaver, life changer for me. Be kind and be patient to yourself. Reducing your snacking habit and upgrading your snacking choices takes time. It takes time and I still slip. Listen, I still eat cookies and all the, the rest of it, but I just do it less. My quality of food is better. So be patient with yourself and focus on the progress rather than the, uh, the perfection. All righty. Okay. I love you all. Share this with your gal pals. Let me know. What are you doing? I want to hear from you. And if you want more support, come and join us in our membership, in the Vibrant Living membership. We do so many fun things. I cannot tell you how amazing it is. So thank you for listening. Big hugs. And I'll see you in the next episode.